it doesn't matter because we just need to make noise. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. It's a completely Ooh. different vibe. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, um, I'll make a coffee if you want. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's... Uh, yeah, let's just keep going. Sod it. Fix it in post, it's fine. Yeah, hey, no. yeah, this is the vibe, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, this is the vibe. So yeah, it's great having a studio audience here. I've got a very keen uh, wife here who's just making sure that we're recording, so thanks for that. And we are recording, which is great. And we are live. Ladies and gentlemen, both listening uh, on the podcast, and for those of you who joined us in in house, you're right there, babes. It's a recording on this. I love that she was concerned anyway. So let's uh, let's uh, let's start that again. Hey, no, I like it. I like, I like it. Let's that. run with it. Yeah. Off to wow. Well, the first yeah. experience of having a imagine um, if we got two hours through. The first experience of us having um, is a fridge and coffee machine off. It doesn't matter because we just need to make noise. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sweet. it's a completely different vibe. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So um, I'll make a coffee if you want. <laughs> right. Let's. Uh, yeah, let's just keep going. Sod it. Fix it in post, it's fine. Yeah, hey, no. yeah, this is the vibe, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, this is the vibe. So yeah, it's great having a studio audience here. I've got a very keen uh, wife here who's just making sure that we're recording, so thanks for that. And we are recording, which is great. Um, so welcome to the fourth uh, episode of Breakaways and Breweries. And uh, welcome to all our lovely audience here. How's it going? <laughs> 10,000 of you. Wow. So we this are, is scary. We are joined once again by Jamie Olsen, uh, Louise, who's got some very exciting things to talk about tonight. Thank yes. you. And the, the sensei, Danny Roberts-Clark. Can I just point out that Jamie just waved on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting nervous in front of a live studio audience. Oh, that's oh, good. No. That's good. Um, so what is Breakaways and Breweries? For those of you who haven't listened before, Breakaways and Breweries is simply uh, an opportunity for us to get get around a table with some with some beers or beverages of your choices. And now we've got some uh, lovely uh, audience to talk about it as well. And we'll talk about pro racing and also talk about some um, some local beers, which is very exciting. Um, but before we get into it, guys, how are we doing? Good. How you doing, Danny? Good, mate. What's yeah. been going on? Yeah, good. Full gas, busy. It's Full gas, good. busy. Yeah, lots of bikes to build. Lots of bikes to build. And yeah. fix. And fix. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> your your bike wouldn't have to be one of those, would it, would it Louise? Yeah, my, my bike might be one of those. Yeah, <laughs> secret Danny. bike fixing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How about you, Jamie? How's it going? Oh, swimmingly. Swimmingly, yeah. eh? Yeah. Um, so, usually at the beginning of the podcast, we talk about the, the, the beers that are local to the races that we're talking about. We're doing something a little bit different tonight, uh, because over the last few weeks, we've got some taps installed uh, here at Jerry. So, we're going to be sampling the beers that are from those taps. So, for Woo! those of you who are local to the area, um, come on down and sample it. Um, what are you drinking there, Jamie? Uh, the Park Brewery Amelia Pale Ale. Beautiful. Very nice. So we've got that on we got that on tap. We've also got the Big Smoke um, uh, Rare Magic. Rare Magic, which is a beautiful hazy pale. And I am drinking the Lucky Saint non-alcoholic. Um, and yeah, we've partnered up with these guys. Really, really good beer. All right, so before we get into the Tour de France, uh, so this is what this uh, podcast is doing. Let's talk about the Giro. How did you guys find the Giro this year? Really good race, right? Um, at Moist. <laughs> at, the, at the beginning of... Um, why is your microphone so loud, Jamie? At the beginning of the, or the last podcast, I was talking about how I never really get kind of too excited about the Giro. But then when I kind of start looking into it, it's always great. And every year it delivers. And so sure enough, it was the kind of on the bit of a down after the uh, classics and kind of trying to get psyched up for the, um, for the Giro. And again, it was just a really, really great race. How do you find it, Danny? Yeah, really good. I mean... Uh, really good to see kind of everyone do their first big gc hit out for the year um and i guess like for me just seeing burnout just be strong every day and there's yeah. so much chat oh is his back gonna give is his back gonna give and yeah he was just there um yeah really good really enjoyed it i think it's important to to maybe ask how did our predictions go compared to how we how we how we left up because I, I i was dead set that Zhao made a uh, was going to win. Yeah, he didn't do great, mate. Well, that's fair. He was robbed. <laughs> all right, he was robbed by the opportunity. All right, and I, I still think if it wasn't for you know kids, if it were, <laughs> bloody kids, <laughs> if it wasn't for Remcole showing his head again, I think he would have won. And um, but how about your predictions? Uh, I got two out of three on the podium. Nerd, I was happy with that. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Louise, 
Yeah, mine sucked. I was going for a British win, which didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, no. I think you said Geraint Thomas for the win, and he wasn't he even wasn't racing. Even <laughs> racing. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I did terrible. Yeah, my yeah. Uh, I forget my podium was was Jow, uh, Yates, and Carthy. So I got mine one was, out of them. Mine was one out of Yates. Three. And and my, oh, you had a you had a five man podium. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I I erased two you, of them because they were so bad anyway. <laughs> and podiums are traditionally free, so yeah, you kept it. I've to gone the, to free. Kept it to the tradition. And I still did rubbish. But. Um, my outsider was Jai Hindley, who, as far as I'm concerned, didn't race. I think he flew home. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, you did a, you did some predictions. What was your yeah, predictions? Manny Bookman. Yeah, yeah. Isn't he a tennis player? <laughs> he did, he did <laughs> say sure he's showing up at Wimbledon in a few weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah. You have Ben Al. That's pretty solid. Two out of three. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, top. It was a it was a brilliant race. Can we talk about Caruso? Let's talk about Caruso. The silent assassin. He was just consistent. I mean, I don't think he's ever won a Is that GC. throwing shade? It was good. He was just uh-huh. there. No one talked about him, and then he rode into second. It was really but it, impressive. Ride. It was nice, and it was one of those great things about cycling. For you know, kind of for those who sort of like understand like kind of the tactics of it. He's always been the guy that rides for other people, and he's had a very good career doing that. And so the whole cycling sort of community and press were just so happy to see him get him get up there and, and on the podium. I mean, it was like, wow, this guy's worked so hard for other people. It's great to kind of have the opportunity to see him shine. And if it wasn't for... Um, uh, uh, Lander. Yeah, Lander crashing. Flying home. He may not have had that opportunity. So it was great. And it came down to that, that penultimate stage. Oh, it was brilliant. Uh, but if you can rely on Lander to do anything, it's crash out of a grand tour. So. <laughs> <laughs> and we saw Taco van der Horn. Yeah, he was in the break at least three times. Yeah, he won a stage. Yeah, he, he obviously won the stage. Yeah, yeah. Goes without saying. Yeah, yeah. I said he was going to win a stage. He yeah. did. We, His sec- second stage? Early doors. Great, great. He yeah, tucked it, was, it away it, early. It was the second stage. He yeah, got yeah. in a few other breaks. It was, um, it was great to see the uh, Mexican champion doing well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he's just lost his national champs jersey, though. Oh, to who? One of the Legion of LA riders, <laughs> now Mexican <laughs> national champ. Amazing. Um, something that was cool this week was Egan Bernal presenting a bike to the Pope, which oh, is yeah? pretty rogue. Never seen that before. Oh. So it's like a, it's the, like a, uh, what's the, what bikes they ride? Pinarellos. It's in like the Va- Vatican colours. And you can see the Pope's like, oh, cool. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> like, I'm definitely going to ride it. Yeah, he's just like, oh, give it to charity, give it to charity. <laughs> You see him motor pacing the Pope-mobile soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine <laughs> yeah, the windbreak you get from that thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah brilliant, Giro. It's good to see it. Um, and actually, our predictions weren't too bad. Uh, there's been some other great racing over the past, uh, past few weeks. I think we can't ignore the fact that Cab's winning again, which is wicked. I know Pete's Yellow like, all, all over it. Y- Cab, Cab yeah, yeah. Yellow jersey, yeah. Yeah, it's He's wicked. He's got that wrapped up, hasn't he? <laughs> It's coming home. <laughs> yeah, we, you can't, yeah, you can't, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself here. You can't jump ahead of these predictions. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, Danny, what other races have there been, pal? Uh, we've had Tour de Suisse, yeah. um, which is a really exciting race. Again, it's like another Ineos kind of show of force. Um, Richard Carapaz did a, a great ride. He was just obviously the strongest every day. Yeah. Um, he didn't do a great final TT, but yeah, he was just always there. Um, so that was really cool. That's um, kind of the Tour de Suisse and the Dauphiné are kind of the two big tour one-week tune-up races. Mm. So you always kind of see who's who's good, who's not. Um, often the the winner of those doesn't always win the tour, but it's like the podiums are pretty good, pretty good showing for who's going to be going well. Um, Eddie Dunbar, shout out to Eddie Dunbar for doing it, the ride of his life for, yeah, for nice. Carapaz on one of those like final stages. Really mm. cool. Well done, Ed. Well done, Ed. On your head. Um, any racing that you, for you guys that stood out, apart from Grant's uh, cyclocross podiums or near podiums? <laughs> two, two podiums, pretty good. Well done, yeah. Grant. Oh, yeah, Unbound. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tulsa Tough. Uh, yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, it's great seeing them go, well, isn't it? Um, yeah. It's been, I mean, I've just been buzzing seeing Cab win, like, let's face it. And, cause mm. it. and it's not like he's, again, it's been 
been against some weak fields like he's been ra- winning again oh, yeah, against Bel- some like legit Belgium guys tour, wasn't it mm. yeah I mean that, that stage he beat Merlier Ackerman Gronowagen Buhani Cocker Bonifacio Ewan yeah, yeah. like really really good sprinters yeah yeah it's the glasses I think so it's those really ugly glasses 100%. the aero yeah, yeah. nose yeah yeah <laughs> I hope yeah yes they're really ugly glasses mm. how do you think Garen Thomas won that sprint stage in uh, Dauphiné Aero Drugs? Oh, well, no. Oh, no, 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 sorry. <laughs> can't say that, Jordan. You're not allowed to say that about him. Um, all right, should we get on to the tour? Should we go on to the tour? Yes. Well, actually, before we get on to the tour, um, obviously we've been doing these podcasts with Louise from the Internationals. Um, Louise, you have some... It's been an amazing day for you. We've, we've seen some great uh, announcements, and obviously this is what we were going to be talking about on the podcast anyway. Um, so obviously one of the things you know, that we try and do is talk about some of the women's racing on this podcast. And, you know, uh, we've, you know, shone, we've you know, we tried to kind of shine light on the fact that the, the support for women's racing just isn't there. And, you know, it's getting better, but it's not there. And, you know, the, the kind of epitome of it is the Tour de France. You've got this amazing 21-day stage race for men that's been going for, you know, over 100 years. And then there's this token gesture of a women's race, which is one stage down the Champs-Élysées or, you know, a couple of years ago, it was like two stages. I mean, it's an absolute joke. But there's been some really great news today. So, Louise, why don't you talk about that? And then we can talk about what you're involved in next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So, um, we first heard about the, the, you know, the women supposedly getting a race a couple of years ago, partway through us riding the full tour. There was rumours of it, it being in the pipeline, but it was just, you know, they've said, yeah, so I've said that a load of times before and nothing's actually happened. And then there was um, more talk of it last year and the proper committee was being put in place for a, a Women's Tour de France to happen. But there was nothing official at all mm. until a couple of months ago when The Guardian broke a story about it definitely happening next year and um, that more details would be to come. But it's only been really in the last couple of days that we've heard more about it and it becoming official and then just um, in the last 24 hours it's been announced that it's going to be called um, Tour de France uh, Femme avec uh, Zwift ah. so Zwift are the title sponsor when I first saw it I thought oh geez it's just online it's going to be online it's not yeah it's going to be on Zwift yeah, yeah, yeah. not you know and just thought here we go this is you know this is exactly what I was dreading that it wasn't yeah. going to be a proper race yeah. but it is it's going to be eight stages wow. it's starting next year amazing um, they've guaranteed uh, coverage which is the massive yeah, one that's huge. it's going to start as soon as the men's race finishes on the Champs-Élysées yeah. and they'll announce the route um, in October when they do the, the presentation with the men's um, presentation of their route as well. So, so it won't be run at the same time? It's no, going to be a it's separate after event. it. Which, uh, I mean, there, there's arguments for both. It sure. could get swallowed up in the men's race if it was on at the same time. The mm. logistics are horrible. Um, but hopefully the men's race will you know, be exciting and then the women's race will follow on. And with yeah. that coverage in place, yeah. it, it's awesome. So... I, I was hopeful of it, but kind of cynical about everything yeah. until the last 24 hours and actually seeing, you know, the the, the preview of, of it, of the advertising yeah. and, and stuff. I, I've been a mess. This, this is everything that yeah. I've been battling for for two yeah. years. And it's taken a lot. You yeah. know, when, when we rode the tour two years ago, it ruined us. Yeah. Um, some of the girls have never really recovered. Yeah, like, sure. the people's adrenals were messed up yeah. for months. Yeah. Some of them never wanted to get on a bike again. But for me, it's just made everything worthwhile now. Yeah. You look back and, and it's worth it because we, we created conversations and people couldn't believe there wasn't a women's yeah. tour de France. Yeah. And it, the, the one stage offering was just pathetic. Yeah. So we're absolutely delighted. Don't oh, know what amazing. to do next year, whether we just go in celebration or... Or, or, you know, just to have fun. What do you um, mean you're not racing it? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, credit to you, because, I mean, you and the internationals, what you guys have been doing over the last few years has obviously played a major role in, in getting awareness into kind of, you know, what's been going on. Mm-hmm. And you can feel the last couple of years has just been this kind of like, you know, building momentum behind it. And with a hope that, I mean, because, and, re- and obviously we're talking about the Tour de France, which is, you know, Arguably the most, you know, fam- well, it is the most famous cycle race. You know, it has appeal beyond, you know, just cyclists. It has, it has a global appeal. So for the Tour de France to, to you know, it's finally reach that tipping point where they said, yes, we're going to do it. It's going to be a legitimate race and it's only going to go from there. It's the, apparently it's the most watched annual sporting event. Wow. 
because obviously there's you know Olympics yeah, every sure, four sure, years sure, stuff sure. like that but an annual event it's yeah. the most it's brilliant. massive yeah, yeah, it yeah, transcends brilliant. cycling which so, is so good yes um, it's awesome so I mean obviously and it, uh, you know I'm sure that international be, internationals will be involved in some capacity yes um, but you know a, a huge credit obviously to the work you do and, and many other people and, and, and journalists and you know really getting behind it so it's wicked it's, and a, we just it's a brilliant brilliant thing for, for women cycling yeah thank you We've, um, we've just partners with Zwift as well, oh, so cool. we're doing some rides with them, Perfect. and that partnership will just go on to be bigger awesome. and better things with Great. them really getting behind women's racing. We've, we've a lot to thank them for, because they got on board last year with um, a virtual race for the women, which was exactly the same as the men's, which yeah. had never happened before, yeah. so Zwift are incredible. Yeah. So yeah, we're delighted about that. But then on to this year, so we were set to go to France again to ride the full tour the day before the pros, but COVID has scuppered our plans because of um, we're in international team we've got yeah. riders in australia america um, netherlands and here in uk so we've um decided to kick off our plans with a swift ride with, and people can join us on the day the tour starts um and then we're doing uh, some challenges in our own country so they i thought it was a good idea at the time and now i'm in <laughs> quite deep regret that the four of us in uk are going for the land's end john Agar- Groats record amazing um, starting next Monday yeah. and what we haven't announced is that you guys are coming too as yeah. our follow we're, vehicle we're going to yeah. support we've got <laughs> mechanic Dan, Danny myself and Doris yes we're, we're, we're going down and, and going to support it yeah. I mean, yeah. just, just to be clear so I don't know if you heard that so the internationals or the four UK based internationals are going to try and break the relay record for the land into John O'Groat so obviously huge, huge task and you guys are hoping to do it in 48 hours yeah 48 hours land into yeah. John O'Groat obviously as, as like a relay so Blimey. I mean what are you doing like, I mean two hours or, or I think or, the plan is uh, start off with an hour each so we don't yeah. all go mental and then have nothing left yeah. so an hour and then on to two hour shifts yeah. until we get it done yeah. but yeah it's 1,300 and something kilometres yeah. yeah. um, but yeah we're hoping to do it within 48 hours yeah. Which is amazing. I mean, obviously, so the internationals, you know, you, you, we've in previous podcasts, please go back and listen to them. You know, we've spoken about, you know, you doing these, you know, Herculean tasks, you know, like riding the Tour de France, all the stages the day before as just to kind of say, like, women have have a legitimate place in cycling. Like, we can do it. There's there's not a physical kind of like barrier as, always, as is always made out. Mm-hmm. You know, we can do it. And, you know, so you've done, did that, what, two years in a row? Last couple of years, you couldn't. And so this year, again, I mean, it is a, a, is a monumental <laughs> thing what you guys are undertaking. And it is, honestly, it's Danny and our, you know, and Giro's like privileged to support in some way. It's been great kind of partnering with you Wicked. because it is, it is making a statement. It is making a, a, a massive statement that's so important for cycling, you know, like, you know, obviously we're, we're a coffee shop. We have an open door we see many you know cyclists come through you know the cafe you know you know day after day you know week after week and the 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 number of women cyclists is definitely increasing mm-hmm. but the coverage of, of of the women cycling hasn't been increasing with it i mean no. it has you know to a point recently but it's starting to shift now so it's brilliant to support what you're doing uh, it's thank just you. amazing to kind of be working with you and so yeah we're definitely looking forward to next week and good luck thank you and um, so how what can you know the people listening uh, here and the people listening online uh, what can we do to support what can we do to kind of yeah, like so help um, follow us on social media yep. we'll be putting a tracker um, online so people can track progress and yep. stuff like that and yeah and and just you know like our staff and the same for the female pros too watch their racing follow them get involved with what they're doing the more people talk about it the the more demand there is for women cycling and it it just helps everyone and it makes women on bikes be a normal thing and it encourages people to get started as well so all that helps i love that making it a normal thing absolutely (laughs) right it's brilliant looking forward to it thank you Danny's going to be on shift 48 hours fixing punctures. Well, yeah, hopefully no punctures. No, 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 no punctures. No punctures. <laughs> hopefully Danny won't be busy at all. Yeah, I'm yeah, really that's hoping right, to just sit in the car. You just keep him awake for 48 hours for, for no reason. I'd yeah. get a lot of satisfaction from that as well. <laughs> and R- Rob yeah, and I are going to be pretty sharing, much bang on. Rob and I are going to be sharing megaphone duties throughout the week right? yeah, yeah. B- b- with the hype, hype men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hyping everything up. Yeah. Um, th- that's wicked. So excited. Um, so excited so that starts next week which is obviously at the start of the tour as well yeah so it's coincided with that which is brilliant Um, so onto the tour onto the Tour de France Mm. I can't believe it's come around it it seems like ages ago we were doing the podcast about the classics and now Mm. it means it's nearly July yeah I know well it's the longest day of the year next week for me that's like the the saddest day of the year because it just means it's all going like shorter again (laughs) 
downhill for oh, me. No, no, no. Come on. Let's keep it positive, guys. Let's keep it positive. Come on. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go on now. So before we get into this thing, we, we, uh, we want to get your guys' involvement as well. But a bit of history of the tour. So the first edition of the tour was in 1903. And... Mm, uh, yeah. Similar to what we talked about with the Giro d'Italia, it was done as like a bit of a, a, a like a spectacle to raise a, um, sort of or to promote the, the a, a newspaper. So at that time, the newspaper was uh, Lauto, and now it's L'Equipe, um, and it's a, obviously a sports newspaper. And so it was a, it, they basically said, right, let's put on the most ridiculous because at that point in that you know early 1900s um you know cycling racing was becoming more of a thing and you know there were like long days uh you know big races but they said let's do the most ridiculous thing so that we can get more people buying our newspaper because there's no tv back then so the only way that people could keep in keep up to date with what was going on was buying uh <laughs> was buying um was buying a newspaper so how, how's this so six stages with a total kilometers of 2,428 kilometers over six stages. <laughs> and so the stages weren't done in one day. So you had basically kind of people, it was, I think it lasted over like 19 days in total, but you had people basically riding to the, to the, to the end. But what was interesting is if you didn't finish a stage, you could still enter the next stage, but you wouldn't be included in the general classification. So 60 riders started, and I think it's something like only 24 were, were, did the whole thing. And um, yeah, it was like 19 days or something. But so I it's kind of like ultra racing. It's basically like ultra racing now. Mm. But you have to understand, like now, ultra racers have like, like, you know, bags, kind of bags and, and lightweight bikes and all this. These were, you know, the beginning of 19th century. I mean, I'm not even sure the wheels were round. You know what huh. I mean? Like, <laughs> they always have pictures of them carrying tubes, tubes around their and shoulders all that. and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. don't they? Um, 400k a day. There you go. Quick math from standard, Franco there. Standard for 400k a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There, was, there was lots of, yeah, lots of drugs, cheating lots and train diary. journeys back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Amphetamines and brandy. Mm. Um, Sounds like a good time. Bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, I mean, we'll get into like the, the favorite members of the tour, but if, if any of you have like read any of the books around some of the history of the tour, you know, like back in the day, like, because there wasn't an understanding of, of, of you know, kind of like scientific merit and, you know, kind of understanding like health. So you don't understand about hydration. And so on like the really hot days, it, w- it was like a thing and it was considered like an honor where these riders would literally kind of all just bundle into like a, like a bar or a coffee shop and literally raid it. So they go in and grab all of like the, the like brandy bottles and whiskey bottles and kind of like, no, it's, it's, it's true. It's and literally just run out with it. Yeah. And it was, a, if, if, if that happened to your sort of like, you know, bar, it was an honor. It was like, oh, wow, they stopped through here. Like, you know, they've ruined my business, but hey. <laughs> but you can imagine these guys are like in the middle of it. Can you imagine seeing that in the middle of a race now? Guys like bolting in and just grabbing a few beers. It's like an ice cream raid at the SO for Matt nowadays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like you always see pictures of them back in the day, like on the darts. So they'd be, having yeah. a quick smoke break totally. you know middle of 400k well I mean we, you know to, Tommy Simpson obviously uh, you know uh, yeah. you know British uh, British legend he died up on too mm. and he died with brandy and amphetamines in his system yeah that'll do it like that was what they mm. did to kind of like you know do the do these things amazing what yeah. a way to go yeah that's mm. how I want to go <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry babes that's not how I want to go I sh- that's not that's not so much the yeah. same front of yeah, my been, uh, off yeah. the, been off the Von 2 yeah, climb yeah. and you got me <laughs> sorted <laughs> um, so we've got a few things here but it'd be great to get your involvement like like obviously you know whether or, or how long you've been cycling or not I don't think it depends on maybe your memories of the tour because it is just that kind of sporting event that's always been on so I mean we've got a few here but you know maybe open out to the floor here like what are your favourite memories of the tour On Channel 4. Channel yeah. Tune, yeah. Which is now used on... Docker. Another yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, on that theme tune, for me, every time I hear it, brings back the memories of watching that and Miguel and Geraint just... Wow. Amazing. Geraint. That's cool. We didn't get him on our the highlights. No. Yeah. Good work, Franco. Definitely Oh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah we've got that written down. Top of our list. That's phenomenal. That's like Goosebumps stuff. Got yeah. the, yellow got jersey, yellow jersey now world champ. World champs, yeah, yeah. Outrageous. To, to take away on the Champs Elysees, yeah. <sighs> Unbelievable. So good. Yeah, so good. Um, anybody else? Any memories? Babes? No? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think just for the fact that it's 
than actually performing at all. So rare back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, phenomenal. Um, guys? Uh, as, a, as a proud Aussie, seeing Richie Port ride to third on the podium after so many years of bad luck um, just last year was not, really special. Not Cadell winning. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. He was, he was good and he was consistent and everyone knew he was good, but Richie Port yeah, you know, sure, sure, that was the one. Feel sorry for and I've met yeah, Richie yeah. Port. I yeah. Met yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very cool. He's Louis? a nice fella. Um, I've, I've loved the tour for years yeah. and just for me being able to ride the whole thing in 2019 oh, it, it, was, it was incredible yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're seeing France it's absolute best yeah. the coverage you see on TV yeah. is amazing yeah. the helicopter angles and all that stuff yeah. but in real life yeah. it, it's mm. it's unreal yeah, and then yeah. so I recorded all of it and then would watch it whenever I was on Zwift or stuff just to bring back all the stages because they all merged into one yeah. I couldn't remember anything but the climbs for me are just they're just iconic yeah. and the way they're filmed and and, and yeah, when we finished on the Champs-Élysées, I, I was just a mess. But yeah, I, I oh. love the tour. I've always loved it. So it's been weird kind of protesting against it in a way, but yeah, it's not that I've been against the tour. I've just wanted the same of course. for the women. Yeah, yeah, that's the that same it. opportunity. Yeah. Jay? Uh, in 2016, I went and just uh, <laughs> bummed around following it myself. Yeah. My, my flip-flops tied to my saddle. Yeah. And I uh, just rode around France with my mate Sam. That's amazing. And... Uh, yeah, we. I mean, like, I wasn't even a proper cyclist then. Like, this was before I had like a. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair yeah. enough. I'll yeah. take that. Um, yeah, no, I still had a uh, crappy old bike and um, no like proper lycra. I had like one set of bib shorts. Mm. That was fun for a week. <laughs> um, yeah, and we like we rode up Von Two the day uh, Chris Froome rode into the back of a motorbike. Yeah, we got to the top. They didn't. Yeah, just of saying. Um, <laughs> super windy. Yeah, just saying. Was that um, when you went for a jog? Was that that day? No, no, there was, was, there day? was other days, yeah. <laughs> it, it got really wild one night on the uh, Grand Colombia and uh, my leg got stuck in a cattle grid after <laughs> after sharing uh, sharing some homebrew absinthe with some some, some local some local French blokes and we just talked about football stadiums all evening and then he pulls out this bottle of 80% proof absinthe. Wow. And the next thing I know, I'm in a cattle grid. How do you say it's coming home in French? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm glad I made it home that day. <laughs> That's so funny. V- vive la tour. Vive yeah. la tour. Um, I mean, we've got a few things written down here, but like, I mean, controversial, but I remember just being super inspired with Armstrong. Seven weirs. It was just, it was amazing. It, and I think it still is. Um, Armstrong against Pantani on Von 2 in 2000. Mm. You know, watching those two, you know, uh, Pantani's wearing that pink, um, was it the, the, the Mercante or Mer- mm. whatever the Mercante Uno uh, team uh, kit, um, Armstrong's in yellow, they haven't got helmets on, you know, because they didn't back then up the climbs. It was just so iconic. And then I think, like, one of the other things is whenever there's a French guy in yellow, it's just, it's so exciting. Tommy Vaucler. Like, and Alaphilippe a couple of years ago, he just stayed in yellow. And everyone was mm. kind of, like, writing him off. And it was like, oh, oh, hang on. Like, he's, in, yeah, he's getting he into, like, the third He nearly died for that, yeah. And then, like, in Tommy Vocal, like, he used to be in yellow, like, a couple of times. And you just see him, like, his tongue, like, hanging out. Like, just, you know, just doing it all for the yellow jersey. Yeah. Doing it all for the country. Like, it's, oh, it's so David iconic. David could do this year. David it's going to happen. David could is going to do it. It's premonition I'm having. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any other memories? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you can see the realisation in space, like Yeah, yeah, totally. He, um, yeah, that was a phenomenal effort, wasn't it? And because there was other people sort of going off in front, but he just like kept steady. And sure enough, yeah, yeah, it was wicked, yeah. Was it blocky when he crashed? Oh, man. Got caught in that because the, the, it was so hot that the tarmac was melting and it kind of got a bit wobbly. He never raced, he never raced again. I'm sorry, across the field. Yeah, That's actually a Strava segment, a segment as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Armstrong shortcut. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> do, you know, do you know you were talking about the oh, the climbs? Um, obviously, a good the, a good friend of the cafe, Michael Bland, is a photographer. We've got some of his like photos on the wall. He's got a book called Mountains. If you, if you haven't got it, it's an amazing book. And it, and he's basically gone to some of the most iconic you know uh, climbs, not only in the tour but all across Europe. Mm. Um, and he sat down with a number of pros to you know get their take on it and he's amazed because the majority of pros go that he'll ask them what's your favorite climb and he's, they're like i don't know like we <laughs> we don't get a ch- we and they mm. they said we'd love to go back with you to ride them 
and but not riding them racing because you don't get to take it in because it's just like head down aware of what's going on you're kind of in this bubble even though we're seeing it on the on the tv and seeing these amazing backgrounds like they're like they can probably seeing spots you know what i mean they can mm. hardly see straight it's, it's really interesting like you know we we take it all in but they're like they're racing they're doing a job yeah 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 really interesting eh mm. um so yeah let's get on to uh this year's race yeah danny you are excited about this race. i'm excited i think this is one of the best gc fields for a tour de france in like recent memory yeah it's outrageous yeah like the I mean, the GC guys going, you've got Roglic, Pogachar, Garrett Thomas, Carapaz, Richie Port, Miguel Angel Lopez. I mean, like anyone who's anyone's there. Yeah. Gates. Um, it's huge. Gadu. Have a Gadu. Well, hang ben on a minute. Ben O'Connor. Hang, hang on a minute. <laughs> T- T- Tucko van der Horn's not there. So, yeah. Sorry about that, well, Jay. he might be. No, no, they've got the van. They've backed the van Popple brothers. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. In favour of Taco. Danny and Boy. The van Danny Boy. Popples. Danny Boy. Imagine calling yeah. your son Boy. It's like it's a real dick move, isn't it? Like <laughs> it's very straightforward. Oh, we'll call this one Danny and mm, Boy. Yeah, it's got girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Danny and Boy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty savage. Um, yeah, it's an amazing field. That's Have you guys huge. seen the field? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean you didn't prepare? Um, yeah, and we've, it's going to be a good lineup of sprinters as well. It's, it looks mm. as though we've heard that, that Cav's not going to be there. Mm. Yeah. But Sam Bennett's going to be there to defend Green. Yeah. Shame. Although apparently Cav's got a bag packed, so. Oh. Yeah, so, so just chat in on social case media. Some Sam's knee just gives saying. up. If Sam Bennett turns up in a dumpster in Belfast. Oh, oh steady. <laughs> wow. Steady. Whoa, Cav's whoa, going to whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Just saying. Wrong won't part, be me wrong part, well, that's, wrong part well, that's escalated that. quickly we know you like Cav Danny but <laughs> Jesus um, yeah we, the um, yeah let's go through some of the GC contenders out there because it, it, mm. it does look very 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 good very good yeah I mean so you've got um, the I guess the the big ones that everyone talks about will be um, Primoz Roglic riding on Jumbo Visma and Tadej Pogacar 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 um, for, UA, for UAE Emirates um so obviously Pogacar won Michael last Pogba. year. Um, I'm just having a look at the the team that he's got around him, and it's it's probably not as strong as some of the you know the other GC guys. But I mean, he doesn't need it. He's doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Do two animal. minutes and a TT. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then obviously um, Roglic has got a really strong team around him. Um, the Ineos team, they could have. I mean, three guys on that team could win the tour. Yeah. Um, it's Rowan's ridiculous. not going though, so they basically Rowan has it. been binned. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Um, and then I guess you, you've got loads of others. You've got, you know, Wilco Kelderman, David Gadu, Alaphilippe, Quintana, Simon Yates, Rigo Uran, who had a really good uh, tour de Swiss. So it's, it's going to be exciting. Pete's man, Emmanuel Bookman. Emmanuel Bookman. The tennis player. Mm. Looks like he's skipping Wimbledon this year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you've got Mike Woods on GC though, Danny. Oh, mate, he's going to be good. Esteban Chavez. Chavez. I'm a big, I'm a big Esteban Chavez man. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just says Mao on here. Mao. But I presume that's that, that, that's the man himself. Yeah. Anybody standing up for you, there, Louise? Um, I'm going to go for the British win again. Yes. Absolutely <laughs> so right. G. G. Maybe G. That, he's on form. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, we'll, we'll get to predictions in a sec, but he's definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a good feeling. I've got a good feeling. Yeah, and and the uh, French win as well. I think the ASO deliberately make the course to suit yeah, people yeah. like Alaphilippe. So yeah, yeah, yeah. each yeah. year they try and go, oh, let's do this climb because then we can win the Tour de France. So yeah. um, mate, I don't know. That, and the, like you said, the French get behind when they're... And it improves the whole tour. Yeah. So your mate could do and Alaphilippe, yeah. I think, could do well. Bit too much time trial for him. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Hopefully the ASO pull their finger out soon and let Gadu have his have <laughs> his glory that he so deserves. <laughs> yeah, apart from Gadu, Jamie, who's standing out to you? Uh, Michael Goggle yeah. back in action after yeah. Strada Bianchi. Yeah. Last time we saw him, yeah. <laughs> it'd be good to see him back. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's a shame Cavendish isn't going because I reckon he, like I said earlier, had yellow in the bag. Um, especially inspired by an England win tonight oh, when we dear. beat Scotland oh my goodness Cav will be flying um, but yeah I, I quite like to see Geraint win it but we, we've also um, we've also got an unbelievable lineup of sprinters 
So, I mean, the, the, it, obviously, I think it's fair to say there's a difference now between sprint stage wins and then the green jersey because, mm. you know, there's so many more points on offer at, at other stages that don't, sort, that don't suit traditional sprinters. But I think this is the first time we're going to see Sagan against Van der Poel mm. and I think really battle it out for, for a green jersey. And we've been up. So we've been asked there as well. I mean, he'll be riding yeah. in support of Roglic, but it'll be interesting to see whether he's allowed whether he to go goes to as well. And the Van Poppel brothers. And the Van... <laughs> and Dan- Danny and Boy. Yeah. I don't know which one's the best, but seems... Because we've already got a Danny, do you mind if I start calling you Boy? Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. Let's make that happen. All right. Um, I'm all for it. Any guys, any, any uh, guys standing up for you? For you guys out here? Rigo. Rigoberto. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Carapaz. Hello. He's cool. Like Carapaz is. Yeah. Yeah. He will crash at least three times. Yeah. Yeah. He's like British Lander. <laughs> One of the standouts from not was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. It was Sepkus. Mm. Man, a oh man. He was just. He's been. Co- he's been copying it in fire. the press this. This week Why's for that? just being out of shape. Oh, really? Yeah, he's not been going very well. I mean, he just, lost yeah, like he two made minutes it, on a burger. I mean, Dauphiné. He, he made it look easy, which you know, Danny has some opinions on. But you know, <laughs> um, Danny's got a quiz. I got a quiz. Should we go into Should we the, do quiz? the quiz? All right, let's do the quiz. Let me just scroll past the rest. Uh, quiz. All right. Oh yeah. Questions for the audience. So, should we have a buzzer? We need a buzzer noise. I'll do it. Yeah. Well, you can't. Just everybody just come and slap Jamie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> is the noise. Uh, no, I right. can just shout it out. Who has the most Tour de France starts out of everybody on the start list? This one's easy. G. Incorrect. Just think like Valverde. Valverde is correct. Valverde. Well done. Yeah. Get you. All right. Mr. Fancy Pants. As long as you're not Googling me. No time for that. Here, here is one that literally nobody will get. He's 42. Who is the youngest rider on the start list? Or how old is the youngest rider on the start list? Is probably a more fair question. Incorrect. It's, it's Maxime Chevalier. Probably at, French. At 22 years old. And there's, it's a pretty young start list. There's 33 guys that are 25 and under. Wow. So there you go. But, but didn't uh, Bernal win it when he was 21? Yeah. But he's older now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a the year later. The nature of ageing. Yeah, well, thanks, thanks, thanks for that, Danny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bernal has yeah. aged. Bernal was 21, I think. Pogacar has mm. also aged. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Who's aged the most? <laughs> <laughs> but now, um, oldest oldest rider, Valverde. 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 How old? Forty two. Oh, forty two. Wow. Here he is, dropping dropping big knowledge. Average um, average age is twenty nine. Twenty nine. Um, yeah, carry on. Uh, the nation with the most riders. Spain. Easy one. No. Nope. Spain. Nope. Ali. I mean, it's in France. Yeah, yeah. Franco again. <laughs> oh, someone. Oh, uh, someone get him a prize. Oh, here you go. No one's going to get this, but this is just a fun fact. Oh, um, who's got the most race kilometres this year? Mm. <laughs> 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 Probably. But, no, Balka Molima, 7,389 kilometres of racing this year. Just racing. Just wow. crazy. Outrageous. Just crazy. But Tom Basson <laughs> has done more than that. You're not wrong. Yeah, but not racing. Yeah, Tom Basson did I think that last Danny, week. That's probably more than you've done in the last three years. It probably is. Yeah. To be fair, um, most Tour de France stage wins. Nope. Nope. It's the infamous. Think nope. Cavs chasing. Most stage wins. Longer ago. Uh, not who's not who's racing at the tour. As oh, in sorry. Just yeah. Should have claimed oh, yeah. total. You've really Ever. messed this up there. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think it's one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. It's the record Cav's chasing. Yeah, yeah. The the famous record that Cav desperately wants to. Big man rode an orange bike really fast in it for an hour. Eddie Merckx. Eddie Merckx. With, with 34. Yeah. 34. Um, yeah. 
you had a good one. Who won the Von Two? Given we're going back to Von Two twice this year, they're doing they're doing two times up Von Two this year. Mm-hmm. Um, who won Von Two in 2016 when Froome famously rode into the back of a motorbike? Oh yeah, and then ran. Oh, here you go, Thomas de Gant. Straight out of the block. Straight out of the block. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Not G. So the um, it's looking like a. I mean, it's it's a pretty interesting um, like profile for Mm. the for the whole of the tour. And we just talked about Von Two Stage Eleven going up Von Two twice, which is filthy. That's going to be the one to watch. If you only watch one stage, nice easy easy downhill finish though. Oh yeah, easy. Nice and safe. Um, down Von oh. 2 at 70k an hour <laughs> yeah that'll be fine <laughs> um, yeah what else is that? yeah Danny why don't you talk to us through about some of the other stages no, that I, stand I mean out? I love tech stuff so I'm excited that there's twice as much TTKs this year as last year oh okay that's, um, that is so that's going to that's going to be interesting for the for the GC shake up um, the first week actually starts we've got two kind of hilly finishes straight off the bat which is cool so there's going to be a I mean some years of the tour you get like three four sprint stages at the start of the tour and it's just there's, bo- there's not really any GC action um, so that's going to be fun um, and then you're kind of into the Alps from like stage 8 so there's yeah there's a, there's a good amount of hills this year I mean it's relatively flat for the first you few see. and then you've got a yeah. TT on stage 5 you said here Danny stage 8 plus 9 for some filthy bergs filthy bergs capital filthy please <laughs> please do uh, expand on that Jordan, slightly Jordan's Who, got the profile there who's, um, who's been out to France and either ridden the Alps or the Pyrenees I'm sure you have mate yeah um, yeah obviously you have you've, been all, you've done the whole lot <laughs> you've done them all you've completed it mate completed it. we <laughs> yeah. actually did more than the men because the weather cut um, some of their stages short legend so they finished it and we were just like oh it's a bit of rain rode through it so uh, we, we did <laughs> yeah. two extra mountains than legend. them yeah. there we go <laughs> love that was that so was that the year where it got rained off? Yeah. So you know when you end your ride and it shows yeah. you like the max temperature and the lowest temperature, my range was 40 degrees down to zero because oh, we rode through snow oh and serious sunshine. It was mental, that stage. That's crazy. Yeah, huh. yeah. That was the one that ended in teen, but they never got to teen. It did, because yeah, it was just did, decided yeah. randomly yeah. on who was in front of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was bad. Yeah, so good. Cool. You, you what? You must have needed a lot of different kit that day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big temperature range. Yeah. Just cried a lot. Yeah, not fair. <laughs> I actually, Rob was there. I cried a lot, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like last night's commute home to me. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, so we got, well, they're doing going up to team again this year. Um, we got Col de la Colombière. That's that's where the cattle grid was. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were on Von. Jamie's shoe is still. No, there. no, no. The Von Two, I was quite sensible. I just got heat stroke when we were up Von Two. Uh-huh. Ah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know homebrew absence was this thing. Oh, I didn't either. Jeez. <laughs> it might not be. <laughs> <laughs> but, but oh my god! <laughs> if, if that wasn't real, I don't know what I drank that night. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's just going to be great, isn't it? There's some absolutely brilliant, brilliant stages here. Um, and then, uh, yeah, oh, it's great. Um, yeah, who's, who's looking forward to it? Yes. Yeah, I really am. So before we get into our predictions, um, let's do Tanny's tech tip bits. Tanny's tech tip bits. <laughs> Go on, Danny. Go on. Um, so for my tech titbits this year, I mean, it's a little bit of what we did before, but I'm actually going to talk about the Internationals ride rather oh. than the tour. Because, um, I mean, kind of the same things apply. Um, so we had a bit of a chat. It is a record attempt, so they're trying to go fast. So, like, we kind of had a bit of a chat about, like, the big ticket things you can tick off. I mean, and it kind of applies to everyone. Um, so number one was, like, tyre pressures and picking good tyres. Um, so... Louise has just had some some shiny new GP five thousands. Can't get them on or off. Can't get them on or off. That's all right. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm there for in my sleep deprived state. It's fine. Um, Yeah. So and then dropping those pressures a bit for faster rolling resistance. Um, So you drop the pressure to go faster. You do. Mind blowing. Well, it depends. 
What? Um, what do you mean? On, it depends it on de- your weight and the width of the tyre. It, de- yeah. it depends what that internet site that Danny uses tells yeah. you. Yeah. Really? Silker tyre pressure calculator. That's oh, here we go. There you go. go. So you, will you be weighing out. us at the start of each stint to see if we need to yeah, change yeah. our tyre pressure? And in between every 10 minutes. So yes. we'll adjust yeah, sorry, the pressure stop. as well. <laughs> get yeah. off the bike. Don't, don't worry that it, that'll take 10 minutes every time. <laughs> right. It's fine. We need to get the pressures right. Marginal gains and all that. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I didn't know that. That... So explain the, the, the physics of that. So the idea with a supple rolling tire, like a like a <laughs> shut up, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. No, so carry on. With a with a like a good quality tire. Yeah. Um, the idea is that running the low the t- pressure is a little bit lower than like a lot of people run like 100 psi or yeah. on the road. Running them a little bit lower lets the tire kind of like deform over the bumps rather than like bashing oh, into them. Okay. So it's more comfortable, better grip, and better rolling systems. But I mean, the, the, the pros used to roll, ride with like tubular at like 120 or whatever. Yeah, but there'd also be like 19 mil tubular, so that probably actually was quite quick. Oh, but whereas I like see. modern day, you know, your rim might be 30 mil wide, your tire might okay, be fine, 25 fine, fine, fine. mil wide, and then you're running like 80 psi. Wow. So, yeah. How about that? I didn't know that. There you go. Consider ourselves educated. There you go. And then the other one was um, just aero kit. So like not running flappy jerseys, like keeping everything. Like I mean, for one hour stints, you could run a skin suit if you wanted to. Um, yeah, like would, a bit would of a be knob worth doing. In traffic through Bristol, but it's <laughs> <laughs> fine. <laughs> just yell. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, you're going to have a support car, a megaphone. <laughs> That you, you, I think you're Skin already down. Lease you oh, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. Hundred percent going to be sitting on the roof with a megaphone that, coming yeah, through Bristol. Sorry. <laughs> Can we get Johnny Beers cleaning traffic for us? That's so funny. Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> and you've got Danny in the car. Right. If you're worried about the skin seat, just point at Danny in the car behind. Everyone will laugh at him instead. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks for that, Danny, no for this uh, fourth instalment of the uh, Danny's Tech Tidbits. I think I just recycled the old ones, but no. Oh, okay, fine. So tire <laughs> pressure and oh. skin suits. Yeah. So we've all heard them before, but none no. of us realise. <laughs> <laughs> Says a lot. No one listens. <laughs> all right. Well, look, we've, we've come to the most important part. Um, let's get to our of the. So, I mean, we will come to the women's La Course. Um, uh, obviously, this is the last La Course before the Tour de France. Is it des femmes? Tour de France femme. Amazing. Avec Zwift. Amazing. Um, so we will come to that. Um, but let's do the predictions for the men. I think I'm going to throw it out to the uh, audience first. Or, or no, no. Yeah, go on then. So Pete, Pete's going to start off. Yeah, I think it's got to come from one of the three big teams. So it's got to come from the A, uh, Jumbo or Ingles. Um, I don't know. I, I think to, uh, yeah, I think Ingles are going to win it again. Yep. But, but they'll do it a little bit just all in the last week. Um, and it'll be Carapaz. Though. You reckon it'll be Carapaz? All right, so we've got Carapaz. Cara- Carapaz and then who else on the podium? And it's Jamie. It's going to be a three-person podium today. Oh, I've got oh. three, today. not five. It's All right, not great. Five. Pog, Pog, Pog and Rog. All right. An outsider. Oh. Oh. Okay, I like that. Imagine oh, the scene. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <gasps> That's funny. Uh, okay, fine. Anybody else want to throw out some predictions? Yeah, mine matches Pete's actually. Yeah? But my outside would be like this. Okay, alright. Grant? I reckon Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can get on board with that. You never know. His mm. helmet might. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a vibe, that, isn't it? When you can kind of put your glasses up on your forehead. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Says a lot. Um, all right. Louise, predictions. Yeah, G. G. Um, Go on, G. And uh, Pog, I think. Yeah. Mm, yeah. All right. uh, yeah, Pog, Rog and G, but G up top. So I've got the exact same thing. I've got Thomas for the win and then, yeah, Podrick Roglic on the on the podium. That's what I've got. 
in the bank. And you Done. said through me as you're outside. No, no, through me and uh, outsiders, Esteban Chavez. All right. Come on, Danny. All right. Uh, I've gone for a very realistic podium. I think I'm being safe here. It's saying Richie Port's going to win. <laughs> ben O'Connor second and Jack Hayes wow. third. Fanboy. And my outsider's Rigo as well. Wow. Yeah. Patriotic. This guy. Mate, it's going to happen. You heard it here first. Ben O'Connor and Jack Haig, you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, It'd yeah. be great to see Flying Ben O'Connor go well, but I don't know, man. All right. Okay, that's cool. In the bank. Jamie? I've gone for uh, Goggle. <laughs> and then I've got Roggle and Poggle <laughs> and my outsiders Uran amazing R- Rigoberto Uran just in case there's any ambiguity you, there. you, you ran <laughs> wow, you're getting really good at Spanish mate <laughs> I've been taking classes <laughs> yeah. alright well, well that's it um, well I think that pretty much ra- oh no, no of course it doesn't wrap up we're going to talk about La Course mm. so one final token gesture of La Course that we'll, that we'll talk about. So it's in uh, Brest. Um, uh, I mean, it's 106 kilometers and it's on a circuit. Well, it kind it, of. It changed. It was meant to be the day after the tour started. Yeah. And then there are some local elections. And rather than put out the voting public, they decided to bin the women's race and move it to the day that the tour starts too oh. and get them to do laps of a bit of Amazing. the men's race. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 brilliant. <laughs> So yeah, brilliant. it's 107k and yeah. it's laps. 107k and it's like a like a 40k and then into like a, yeah. a, a lap. Yeah. Um, so it, it kind of like opens. I mean, it, fuzz, it opens out the field. It's kind of getting have more of like a world champs vibe, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Um, predictions. Um, so Lizzie Dynan won it last year. I'm not sure she's on form this year. She seems yeah. to have been struggling a bit. So um, she and Voss uh, were sprinting to the line last year and, and Lizzie pipped, but like it was, you know, yeah. tiny amounts. Yeah. So if, if Voss, Voss could be up there, she could do pretty good. I think Longo Borghini is possibly my favourite. Yeah. And then I'm always rooting for Cecily at Trump Ludwig just because I love yeah, her. Yeah, so yeah. I'd love to see her that win. That video you sent me was amazing. Yeah. She's brilliant. She's, she's absolutely awesome. brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Danny? Well, I looked at the start list and there were three riders on it. Yes. So <laughs> yeah, this was hard. Information's hard been thin on the ground. Yeah. Of course, in classic search, like, yeah. ASO form. Um, but yeah, I, Do I, you reckon I was, that's because they've been waiting to see if there is going to be like a, a proper race? Yeah, to be fair, it's probably a lot, a lot of it is the team's just being like, I don't know. If yeah, what's going on? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. A bunch so of them are saving themselves for the Olympics yeah, and stuff because it is just a token effort and they're not bothering. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. All right, well, let's say they all do show up. <laughs> it would probably be pretty similar. Maybe Vollering. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. She looked really good at the back end of the Classics. So, yeah, but other, otherwise, I mean, if Animek's riding well, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really she's hard not to in say. It. But she's, she's going to, no, she's she's saving just going to Tokyo. The, um, Dutch National Championships right, okay. and Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when is Tokyo happening? Uh, July, Today. supposedly, <laughs> last July. year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 2020. Yeah, yeah, 2020 Olympics. 2021. Um, so I've got Vollering, Dagen, and Voss as my podium. I've got Voss, Vollering, Longer, Borghini. Ooh. Yeah. If they show up. <laughs> so, but look, on a positive note, at least next year we can really start to talk about a legitimate women's mm. Tour de France, which is amazing. Mm. And it's yeah, cool that Zwift have like signed on for four yeah, years yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. So it's not committed it's not to outdoor riding as well. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Controversial. Absolutely brilliant. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Um, Guys, as always, thank you so much um, for, for coming. And thank you to our lovely uh, uh, studio audience, sort of. All 5,000 ca- of you. Ca- cafe audience. Um, but guys, uh, for those of you listening, do get involved on Twitter. We're usually pretty active on Twitter uh, when watching the races. Use the, the little bit too long hashtag breakaways and breweries. But let's get it trending so you mm. don't have to type the whole thing in, as I say, every, every week. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks very much for listening. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Thank you. Oh, round of applause. That's a first. <laughs>